0: To Nali Bali. It's time for a story, a time where we can journey to many
1: places and meet different faces. Flying a kite by Michelle Friedman. We have all heard people say that honesty is the best policy, but it can be hard to tell the truth when you think you might get into trouble. So, is it really always good to be honest? Let's find out what Tsepo and Mutlatsi decided to do in today's story. Oh no! Oh man! Mutlatsi and Chepo gasped as their black and red kite landed on Mrs. Jonah's roof. Its string wound itself around the TV aerial. Quick, Mutlatsi! We must pull it loose! Mutlatsi grabbed the string and tugged. To his horror, the TV aerial, which was already old, bent over until it almost touched the tiles on their neighbor's roof. Dad will be so angry! Chepo covered his face with his hands.
2: Not half as cross as Mrs. Jonah.
1: He grabbed his brother and ducked behind the garage. Come, Come quick. Look, there she is. Sure enough, Mrs. Jonah stood outside her kitchen door with her hands on her hips. The boys could see that she was very angry. She looked up at the roof and saw the bent aerial. Her eyes widened. She shook her head. Her two eyebrows came together in the middle of her face. She tapped her foot on the floor. Her lips were one straight line. Dad told us only to fly the kites in the park and
2: we promised we would. We're in big trouble now. We didn't listen to him. What do you think he'll do? Uh, uh, Maybe he will take away our kite? Or he won't give us money to buy sweets again.
1: (gasps) No! Uh, We broke our promise, Uh, and a promise is forever. Chepo sat down and put his head in his hands.
2: So what happens now?
1: Mutlazi bit his nails. Uh, Chepo scratched his head. Dad won't trust us again.
2: But what does that mean, Chippo? Shh, shh, shh,
1: not so loud. Mrs. Nshona will hear us. It means he won't believe us when we tell him something.
2: You mean like when I said that I passed maths at school?
1: Mutlatsu was sweating now. No, luckily he believed that because he read it on your school report.
2: So, you mean like if I tell him I ate ice cream for lunch?
1: Mutlatsu was trying to understand but Chippo shook his head. not exactly. It has to be something important.
2: Like when I lost the cheer end he gave me. I told him it dropped out of my pocket.
1: But he knew that was true because you had a hole in your pocket.
2: So what then? Does it mean Dad will send us away?
1: But was about to cry. Uh, uh, never. Dad loves us. It's just that uh, if, if you promise someone that you won't do something then you must not do it ever. And if you promise someone that you will do something, then you must do it so the person knows that they can trust you. Like like when you promised Sibongile you'd find his new pen, and you did. Chepo and Mutlazi peered around the corner of the garage. They saw Mrs. Jonah look at her cell phone. She was about to make a call. She's going to phone Dad. Oh no, how can we stop her? Suddenly, Chepo took a risk. He stepped out straight into danger. Uh, (coughs) Hello, Mrs. Njona. Chepo walked towards the fence. Uh, I'm very sorry about your aerial. Mrs. Njona looked at him. Up and down with her lips pinched shut. She was breathing fast. A new aerial costs money, you know, Chepo. Perhaps you must find work and buy me a new one. Her voice rang out loud as a bell.
2: Mm, my dad gives us pocket money.
1: Mutlazi came up to stand beside his brother.
2: We will save our pocket money to buy you a new aerial.
1: He wished he hadn't said that, but he knew he had to. Really? Mrs. Jonah's voice rose higher. When do you get pocket money and how much? We get five rand a week. And that that is ten ten rand a week, and we can save up. Chapo's voice trailed off. The boys hung their heads. It would take a long time to pay for a new aerial, and Dad would find out what had happened. But when the brothers looked up at Mrs. Jonah again, they were surprised. She had a look on her face that was soft and dreamy. The boys held their breath. Mm, Children, I had a kite once. It was grey and pink. I stood in the garden of my grandfather's house in Lesotho, (laughs) holding its string. It rose high into the sky. It looked so happy I let it go. I watched it sail higher and higher. (laughs) <laughs> Until I couldn't see it anymore. Oh, awesome. She smiled at the boys. It's okay, Chapo and Mutlatsi. I won't tell your father. That old aerial is useless anyway. I needed to buy a new one. I'll get the ladder and you can climb up to the roof and get your kite. Yes,
2: oh, th- Thank you, Miss Njonda.
1: As she walked away, the brothers heard her say. I might even have some hot chocolate and cake in the kitchen when oh. you come down. What? The boys oh, just looked at each other and smiled.
0: And so we come to the end of Nali Bali, told by Sindiwe Magorna with Diane Simpson and Leon Fisser, produced by Cassie Lowers and Vian Fenter. Enter Nali Bali's multilingual storytelling contest, Story Bosso, this September. All you have to do is tell us a short South African story in your language. If you can tell us a folk tale, even better. Cash prizes, airtime, caps, and books are up for grabs. To enter, send a voice note of your story to Nali Bali's WhatsApp number: 076-920-6413. That's 76 920-6413 or submit online at nalibali.org or nalibali.mobi Stories must be 3 minutes or shorter The contest is open to all ages and T's and C's apply Story Power. Bring it home